The Pittsburgh Steelers made another trade going into the weekend, getting cornerback Akella Witherspoon. I'm going to talk about not just who he is as a cornerback, because that's not the big story, but the big story is what does this mean for the cornerback room? Does this mean that they're not confident in James Pierre? Lots of questions to answer on your Pittsburgh Steelers, all right here in the Lockdown Steelers podcast. And Chris Carter joined by Tom Chapman today. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is a Monday. Steelers are back at practice and week one is here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Joined today by my good friend, Thomas Chapman. Now, for those of you who don't know Thomas, Thomas is a well-astuted man in the NFL industry. He's worked uh, in the communications department for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's worked with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's now with uh, NFL, NFL and NBA uh, online media guide, doing a lot of great work here. I talked to this man about so much sports just in our own, just in our own spaces. We've got beers together. We've gotten wings together. This is a good friend of mine. So Thomas, welcome to the show. How have you been, my friend? Oh man, Chris, thanks for having me. This is super exciting. I definitely miss hanging out at uh, getting wings with you down in Shadyside. Uh, <laughs> definitely miss Pittsburgh a little bit. Oh, William Penn Tavern. We miss you too, man. It was it's, great. Uh, yeah. uh, it, it's, it's one of my favorite places. But, Thomas, I want to get right into the nitty-gritty with you about the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, they traded a, uh, I believe it was a, it was a 2023 fifth-round pick or something along those lines for, for Akella Witherspoon, basically getting a guy who was a starting cornerback for the Niners last year. Uh, well, he, a backup, he filled in. He's, he started four games total. But this is a guy with 33 NFL starts under his belt, four years of experience. He was in the Seattle Seahawks training camp, uh, supposedly. I've, I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard people say he was horrible in training camp. He can't tackle nobody. He's a disaster. I've heard people say he was pretty good in training camp. And I'm like, okay, I don't know which one of you to believe. But I do know I do know this PFF with all their grades and such. He was rated as like the fourth best cornerback last year, but the fourth worst cornerback the year before that. So that tells me he's a veteran, but he's inconsistent and he's still kind of figuring out who he is. Thomas, when you saw this move, what did this say to you? Did this say, is this a, was this a panic move by the Steelers or was this more of an insurance move? Uh, it's just a depth to me. And I know for sure, like in the Steelers organization, like I trust Kevin and all those guys in the scouting department. If they're trading for someone, that's someone they've kept tabs on with since the draft. They don't trade for someone that they have, they don't know and weren't interested in when they were coming out. So they, they liked what they can do. He can do, obviously they've been keeping up with them. And I don't, I mean, think about the corners that they've always had, even when the Steelers were in their heyday, right? That big time defense, late two thousands, mm-hmm. they never had the guy at corner, but they had a ton of them, right? They always have a lot of those corners. And I know Mike Hilton departing, all those kind of guys, they've got different schemes that are going to kind of take care of that. But I just see Killer Witherspoon stepping in, probably being some depth, especially Kim Sutton's going to be a slot guy. Like he, he wants to play in the slot. He's not going to blitz like Mike uh, Hilton probably was, Right. But Akilah Witherspoon can step in on the outside probably when needed. And honestly, uh, to your point, it's probably not a panic move, just insurance on James Pierre because he hasn't started yet. Yes. So just, just making sure that they have the depth there, that's, that's probably all that is. That's where I'm at because this is more so of a situation where right now your cornerbacks are Joe Hayden, Cam Sutton, James Pierre, Justin Lane, Arthur Mollett. And on paper, fine. But if Joe Hayden goes down, 
And now you need Cam Sutton to go outside, Arthur Mollett's in the slot, and Justin Lane slash James Pierre slash whoever's lining up out there. Say that guy's having a bad day and he can't get out of his own way. And that happens to guys who don't have a ton of NFL experience. Then you need to have another option on the outside. And getting an Akello Witherspoon gives you that guy. And again, this is a guy, 33 starts. He's played in 47 NFL games. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's had, I believe, four interceptions, 24 pass breakups. Um, you know, so this is a guy who's been in the thick of it. And, and this is a guy, you know, I've, I did watch a little bit of tape on him. This is a guy who went toe to toe with DK Metcalf and won a couple battles, you know, and not a, not a shutdown corner by any means, but a guy who, again, you know what it's like when, when, you know, a lot of this is mentality. And we've seen guys like Artie Burns go through this, where if you get beat by a receiver, you got to get out your own head and the next play, you got to be right on it and still in their face and on their case and, and, and plastering them every, every step down the field. And, Sometimes that's something that you think that everybody has. It's not as easy as it's made out to be. And Akella Witherspoon, I think that he's shown that, hey, I at least have that mentality. I may not be my, might be the best out there. I may not be the guy that's starting. But this isn't like Cody Sensabaugh where it was just a guy that was just sitting on the back end. And when it was an emergency, that's what it was. Yeah, I definitely like if this front seven can be what they're supposed to be. You just need a guy that's not going to get burnt, right? You just need right. you just need consistent veteran presence that's going to be out there. And obviously, I'm not a coach, but those coaches that are putting together the scheme, like it's it's always kind of been that, like stay back, do your thing, and let TJ and now Melvin Ingram and Alex Highsmith. The, the depth they have at linebacker, I think, is saying more about the depth they're trying to add at corner than it is than trying to get a shutdown corner and a killer weather spoon, which they're not, right? Right. Yeah, this isn't a shutdown move. This is a it's like you said this is for depth this is for in mm-hmm. case you need answers uh and, and it might not even be about if someone gets injured if james peter just has a bad day you need another guy to go out there and be like hey go figure this out because like you said he's not a started a single game in the in nfl regular season play we've seen him you know everyone's really excited about the way that he played in the playoffs you know sure he had a really good mini camp a good training camp a good preseason all those boxes are checked but we've seen this happen for years across the league not just with the Steelers where guys come out they have all that this good stuff leading up to the year and then regular season hits and you know maybe even you start hot but you fall off because week to week there's a lot of challenges that go with being good and consistent in the NFL so again an insurance policy a depth move that's what this was and I still don't think the Steelers are totally done in making other moves like this if they want to you know solidify their roster maybe on the offensive line maybe still at linebacker maybe if they don't like what they see with some of their backup safeties this is a they have the they have the salary cap space to do this now and kevin colbert show he's not afraid to pull the trigger in those situations yes yeah, just kevin's been uh wheeling and dealing the last couple of years i don't remember who had the stat last year was talking about kevin had made as many trades in the last two seasons as he'd made in his first like 20 seasons <laughs> as a gentleman or something crazy like that but i just i i think that they definitely know that you know some of these players are coming up on the end of their contracts and they, they want it. They want to have a great season. And I think the Steelers are so underrated across the, na- the nation, man. I, I really am excited about what they can do. So I will get to that excitement in the third segment. Uh, Cause, cause there's, there is a lot of excitement. And again, it's week one Buffalo bills this Sunday. I'm so pumped for that, but we do have to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk to Thomas. We had to the unfortunate news that Steelers legend Tunch Ilkin passed away. Uh, in his battle with ALS. We're going to talk about our, our our stories of Tunch, our just appreciation for him as a human being right after this break. First, I got to tell you guys about Run Your Pool. Uh, Run Your Pool uh, is the place where we go when you want to, you know, have fun with, with some office mates. And it, it's a great pool hosting service. With football season being back, 
this is one way to create your own custom pool at runyourpool.com. It makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with friends, family, or office mates. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, and more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full-season playoffs, or the Super Bowl, unlike other fantasy sports platforms run your pool has options and settings to make it your own you can even brand your pool for your local business bar or restaurant reconnect with the friend with your friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action packed this season check them out today and get ten dollars off at runyourpool.com slash locked on and or use your promo code locked on no spaces at checkout anywhere everywhere in the world run your pool helps friends and colleagues compete the nfl season starts september 9th start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minute up and running in minutes it's runyourpool.com slash locked on game on and as always we're also brought to you by betonline.ag it's that time of the year again and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season as always BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, contests, and including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open right now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, which is make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football to basketball to boxing right down to horse racing don't wait to take advantage of all the great officers available for the 2021 season at betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts now when we do back-to-back ad reads we keep it rolling so that's what we're doing here in the locked on steelers podcast again i'm chris carter he's tom chapman um tom when the news came out about tunch it hit er- er- anybody that ever got to meet this man felt felt that pain and, and i even yeah. what i tweeted out because i was getting ready for pit football i covered the pit panthers it was season opener it was the first time fans are gonna be at heinz field for a college football game i was pumped and it just hearing that was just like dang like man that that, that sapped it all out and um I, you worked for the steelers for several years or and you got to meet tunch i, I wanted you to express your experience with tunch and just your perspective on him as a human being and how he just touched so many people. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was pretty rough news yesterday. Finding out he uh, passed away, but I know that he's in a better place and he was a strong, strong believer. And I, I really enjoyed being around him. Uh, my desk was near the video room uh, mm-hmm. in the Steelers facility. And he would walk by every day on his way in the morning to, you know, watch video with some of the scouts and he walked by and was like, Hey, Tunch, how are you doing? He'd always say better than I deserve. And <laughs> I really thought about that a lot yesterday. Like it just, you never know, like, even this guy who was struggling going through some stuff, like, better than I deserve. He's, he's an awesome guy. Um, you take a lot from him. And even – I wasn't surprised at all by the outpouring about him yesterday, but it was just so encouraging to see just how many people he touched. And uh, even during this last season, which was so – like, struggle for everyone, he had ALS and he, he still was around, trying, trying yeah. to be as around as possible. Uh, him, and, him and Wolf, Craig Wolfley, um, doing their thing, watching practice from a distance. Um, it was I'm, – I'm – blessed to have gotten to see him for a couple seasons and got to know around and I just can't imagine what his family's going through but I know they're all encouraged that he's in a better place yeah I'm with you on that and you know Tunch was never afraid to speak out and help people um and, and you know a lot of people have called him a man of faith uh that man you know he he if he, if you sat down with him he would and you were going through something he would help you figure it out I mean there were times I was struggling with things and like you know at training camp and he would just have a, like just a nice conversation and not like you know 
you sit with sit down with me for hours, but like just sit down with me, like, hey, Chris, like I can help you with this. You want to talk about this? And he, and he meant it. It wasn't he wasn't just you know being like, oh, hey, I'm gonna you know say this or do that. He he was serious about it. I know my father was a was a football coach uh, for Peabody High School for for many years. And one time he bunched and bumped into Tunch, and he said, oh, I've always appreciated you as a person, as a player, and those type of things. And Tunch offered like, hey, I can come down and like work with you, work with your kids, and we can do some faith stuff. And my dad was like, oh yeah, sure. But like my father was like, he's he's an athlete, he doesn't have to do this. Like he's not going to show up. Tunch not only showed up, he brought other people with him, and that's that's who Tunch Oaken always was. He followed through on what he said he would do. He cared. He cared about other people more than he cared about himself um and, and just it just it, it just always it hits you when you were around him like if you got to if you got the chance to hang out with him just to laugh with him or just to to hear him talk and see him work he was one of the he was one of the nicest people that that you could meet anywhere in the world and he was an incredible broadcaster like what, yes. not only are we losing an incredible person where he's going to be he was so great around the Steelers organization and did such a great job for the fans like we're just Everything's lesser now without him, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to how the Steelers are going to honor him, and I, I just really hope that everybody just remembers what a great guy he was. Same here, and and, and, and not to distract from how great of a man he was, but I mean, some of his calls were legendary for Steelers fans. <laughs> I, I remember being I was a junior in high school during that Colts playoff game when Jerome Bettis fumbles at the one, and you hear Tunch being, "Oh my gosh, someone's got to tackle him." He's got the ball. And then Ben just trips him up and he's like, oh, cancel play tickets. We got, we don't know if we're going anywhere yet. And it was just, but <laughs> Tunch embodied the entire city of Pittsburgh. I mean, a guy had a heart attack back in Pittsburgh when that happened. Yeah. But you just felt the fear, the anxiety, but also he carried it professionally. And that's who he was. And everyone loved him for it. And again, that was 16 years ago. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't always happen that guys get to stay on and do broadcasting for a team that long, especially, you know, like former players. They, you know, sometimes they get their stints and then they move on and do other things. Tunch was about that, man. And so, you know, not just about the life works that he did and the people, but he, he just he embodied, I think, what this city loved about the Steelers so much. And it was it was easy to see how people loved loved him and, and just the connection of, of how strong the Steelers are there. Yeah, no, I, he was uh, he was a great guy to be around, and I'll, I'll never forget last year I was standing on the balcony with Tunch, uh, him and Wolf were going back and forth about something, and they were, we were talking about the Dolphins and Dan Marino and when they were playing him, and Wolf was sitting there, and Tunch wasn't really saying much, and he was like, "What what year did we play the in the AFC Championship?" And he's on the other end of the balcony, he goes, "Tunch, what year did we play the Dolphins?" And he goes like this, he looks up, he goes. 1984 <laughs> and then and they're just going back the, and they were just they were awesome playing off of each other and i, I just feel for uh wolf for sure so hoping that he does well and uh they continue to be uh wolf's gonna do such a great job and uh, he'll be honoring his friend for sure i mean yeah this um i and and it was it was truly awesome you know touch get, getting getting acknowledged by the steelers this year and, and someone brought up you know they were they could have done wolf um, as well, but Wolf was like, "This is this is Tunch's thing." You know, he wanted to make sure that he w- that he was honored. But th- those two were brothers. I mean, you know, uh, uh, our guy Tom Tom Reed at uh, DKPittsburghSports.com has done multiple pieces on both Tunch and Craig Wolfley and just their backstory and how they they've remained friends. I mean, they were linemen together for the Steelers in the '80s, worked in broadcasting. If you listen to Steeler Nation Radio, you heard them for years, just chopping it up. Um, and, and just their opinions, you know, whether whether you agree with them or not, you were entertained by them and you knew that you were getting a straight straight football talk from straight football guys who loved the game, but also loved each other and loved people. So um, 
you know, thoughts and prayers are with the Ilkin family, with anyone who was friends to, to, to that man. Um, so um, it of was you know, very, very sad news. But like you said, that man's definitely in a better place. And hopefully I hopefully we get to to hang out with him again someday. Um, that, that would be wonderful. Um, but we're going to take another quick break here. When we come back, back to some Steelers talk about what they're doing. We want to talk about the TJ Watt situation. Um, we'll get into that. And I want to get Thomas's thoughts on some national perspectives is where the Steelers, Steelers are. But first, I got to talk to you guys about direct TV streams. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another device that lets you stream your favorite shows. And then you're watching sports and highlights on your phone. And then you've got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called direct TV stream and it brings your live TV on demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with direct TV stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's direct TV dot com compatible device required content varies by package and whereas always we're also brought to you by built bar built bar if is the ultimate is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar if you want a healthy treat that tastes like a candy bar built bar is a protein bar for you it's the official protein bar of the u.s track and field team and it comes in so many different flavors whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry strawberry or orange or something different like salted caramel cookies and cream or rocky road or my personal favorite double chocolate Built Bar has so many flavors to enjoy. And the best part, they're all healthy. They range from 130 to 180 calories. They pack 17 to 18 grams of protein, but only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. That's a tasty and healthy snack that'll save you from eating the snack you'll regret later and stay on task with anyone's diet. Order today and get your favorite flavor delivered right to your door by going to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, all capital letters, all one word, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And as I said before, if we do back-to-back ad reads, we keep it rolling. So let's keep it rolling with Thomas Chapman. I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter. If you're listening to this show, remember you can subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey. But we're also on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. really helps us out. And keep it, yo, 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 let us give us a five star review with a positive comment on Apple. You get a shout out at the end of the show. So, Tom, gotta, gotta, gotta bring this, gotta bring this up with you, man. TJ Watt, as of now, now, uh, full disclosure, when we, I, you know, I usually play this joke with the listeners where, you know, I'm recording this on the day of the show, but we recorded this on Sunday. I mean, it's obvious. Uh, but it's Sunday evening, 6 30 ish. And TJ Watt is still not signed to his extension. And there's panic. There's people posting, oh, he's being so selfish. Oh, the Steelers are being so this, so that. And, and there's 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 general worry. But I'm I'm just I I think you and I are on the same accord here. It's just a matter of time. It's going to happen, people. R-E-L-A-X, relax. <laughs> Yeah, apologies to your listeners. I, it was on me that we had to record on Sunday. So don't, don't, don't get mad at Chris. No, I mean, the, the, there's no worry about TJ not signing. He'll, he'll be signed. He'll be a Steeler for a really long time. I, I, I hate that I'm coming on here with the killer Witherspoon and TJ, like not making big hot takes, but don't even worry about it. He's going to sign. Steelers are going to have him forever. It's going to be great. Um, he's going to be make it like we talked about. This this front seven is going to be amazing. He's going to be the leader of the pack there. And once he's got, it's it's just a matter of time for when the tweet goes out, right? That he he yes. signed. So I wouldn't worry about it much at all. 
Yeah, I, I, I just I just hope for my show's sake that they don't do it like right after we finish recording, and then I'm gonna be like, oh, I gotta <laughs> go back in and edit because that has happened like two or three times where like yeah. some they've announced some big news, and I'm like, great, that can't not be in tomorrow's show. But you know, but you know, one thing that I, that I you know I was I was talking to somebody about it's very possible that there was gonna be an announcement this weekend, but when Tunch passed, the Steelers they honor Tunch, and and, and that's just mm-hmm. that's the Steeler way. They didn't want to take away from from you know talking people talking about his. I mean, every, everybody with the organization, past and present was talking about Tunch Ilkin and what he meant to anyone that he was around. So um, it's very possible. They were like, you know what? This weekend's going to be about Tunch. We'll, we'll, we'll announce TJ sometime this week and we'll, we'll deal with that when we get there. So, but bottom line, Thomas is with me. Uh, I think Tony Serino's with me. Most people, most of my guests on the show agree. is ain't an issue. He's going to be signed. He's going to be playing week one against the Buffalo Bills and taking on Josh Allen. But that being said, Thomas, where do you see the Steelers stacking up in the AFC because there's a lot of talent floating around. We still know there's Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, um, you know, two of the top dogs in the AFC. The Titans are coming along very, very well. They added Julio Jones to, you know, their just, you know, just tool shed of weapons. Uh, but, you know, I, I, you look at the AFC North and a lot of people are just check marking the Browns as, as the division winners. And I, I'm I, I'm I with the talent. I get that. Like you know, they have they have the running backs. They have receivers. I'm not so hot about their quarterback. They have defense. They have defensive weapons. But this is a group that you know we, they can. You know, people people are anointing them. And I'm like, they haven't done it yet. They haven't even been to an AFC Championship game. And uh, the Jaguars of 2017 was a, is a similar situation. An okay quarterback, a strong run game, a, a, a really talented defense, but it was built overnight and. You know, and and, and you're, you're in there and you're thinking like, okay, maybe there's something. And then they fell apart in a year or two and the Jaguars, now they're the first overall pick. I'm not sure the Browns are this organization that's fixed everything until I've seen that they fixed everything. Right. Like if we get to the end of the year and, you know, they're the best team in football, I'm going to sound dumb. But I just, until the Bra- Cleveland Browns, the worst team over the last 20 years do it, I'm just not going to believe it. But at the same time, I... I I do think they've actually built something really well. This is probably the best iteration of all those teams as they've restarted oh, every time. And I just don't believe much in Baker. And I, I'm, I'm interested to see what hit the step he takes this year because he would be the next guy, like, big quarterback to sign, I think. right? He's, he's right there in that class with, like, Kyler. and all, Or Kyler would be the next year after him. Um, I, I see the Steelers stacking up. It's going to be a three-horse race, obviously, MC North. Nothing different there. But I think the big thing is that the AFC East, I don't think the winner out of that division – will have more than 10 or 11 wins. I think mm. the winner out of the North is going to be that second seed behind the Chiefs. And I, I could really I could really see that being the Steelers. But I think that if the Steelers are going to be a top wild card, if not, um, I could definitely see them having a Ravens kind of season last year. There could be a little bit of a dip, you know, some lear- learning curve, but they're going to get hot. I think they're going to get hot towards the end if you go through their schedule. Um, and I think they're going to go in the playoffs and we're going to be pretty, looking to get pretty excited about the Steelers. Uh, see, this is the thing, too. It don't matter how good you are in September. As long as you get get to December and you're in playoff contention, if you get to the playoffs, if you're hot and healthy, that's it. The Buccaneers, everyone's talking about them this year like they're like they're the they're the A1, that they're this, they're that. And I'm like, they weren't a dominant team for most of last year. They were 7-5 and five mm-hmm. going into their bye week, and then they won out. And it was because they got all their players healthy. Tom Brady, I think the game before his bye week, threw three picks. I mean, they were they were not playing good football consistently. And a late bye week, you know, Levante, David, Devin White, all their guys and the rest of it, they were healthy. They got those guys back, and then they were able to, to catch fire. And that's how they carried themselves with the playoffs. And then the Chiefs, 
they were they were red hot for most of the season until they weren't healthy. Their offensive line got decimated. Patrick Mahomes was out almost, and that's how they almost lost to the Browns. Um, That's one thing about the NFL playoffs. When people talk about, oh, Mike Thomas' playoff record, it's often about how healthy you are at the end of the season. The Steelers Mm -hmm. have just been very unlucky. And I'd say the past 10 years of how, you know, how healthy they've been when it gets to the playoffs. And even when they have a player like Antonio Brown healthy, they'll lose a Le'Veon Bell or Ryan Shazier, or they lose Antonio Brown or Ben Roethlisberger, you know, is, uh, you know, is playing with one shoulder, you know, or Marquise Pouncey goes out. Like, you know, there was always a star player that was missing whenever the Steelers lost in the playoffs over the past decade or so. Um, And I I think that Steelers fans kind of feel that anxiety there of it happening again. But I just look at it as a sense like, man, like this is where Mike Tomlin's we don't live in our fears thing stands up because it's like you can't play thinking you're always going to get hurt. Um, and, you know, but at the same time, it is just like, man, like it's it's just a show of how hard it is to win in the NFL. Oh, for sure. And and think about um, the offensive line is completely different. You've got a brand new star running back, hopefully, but he's still new. Still yes. going to take a little bit of an adjustment. Matt Canada coming in. Obviously, Matt, Matt's a great guy. Everybody loves Matt around the building, but it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. And I think a lot of people, especially with the way preseason is now, those first two or three weeks are basically preseason in the NFL. Yes. You're learning. You're figuring it out. So I wouldn't get discouraged early on. I definitely think that this this team is an 11, 12 team. Uh, it's, you know, 12 and 5 now this year with the 17 game. But I still it's, mess it's, it up. <laughs> it's it's going to be awful. And I'm not looking forward to all the records that get broken. And we're like, oh, first player to throw for this many yards. I'm like, okay, well, there's an extra game. But right. whatever. That's different. But I just I just definitely see them being in the mix at the end. And once that – I think that offensive line is going to gel. But it's going to take a little bit of time. Obviously, we don't know much about Zach Vanna. What's going on with his injury stuff? Like, what's, what's going on on that offensive line as much? So, we'll see what happens. I definitely think they're going to get hot towards the end of the season, though. I, I think that there's a really good chance of that. And, you know, with, an, with a young offensive line, getting hot is sometimes the best thing that you can do. Um, and, you know, with Dan Moore Jr., with Kevin Dotson, Kendrick Green, I mean, those are three guys. Kevin Dotson, man. Yeah, Kevin Dotson's in a really good place, man. I think that he's going to be really special. And then you still got a vet like Trey Turner, a vet like Zach Banner. If Zach can just get healthy, man, I, I really think they have they have the guys to be a physical unit that, again, figures it out later down the season so um that that's something there thomas if you had to pick uh, well you you said it actually you said the number two team in the afc you're saying is going to be out of the afc north that that that, that's that's your hot lock in in the uh in in for the playoffs i mean i think that two three four is gonna they're all gonna have very similar records but i Mm -hmm. really think that the whoever comes out of the afc north because it's a tough division there's gonna be a lot of wins in this division um, but I, I really do think that's that like Pittsburgh Ravens Browns are probably gonna be in that number two spot, whichever one comes out on top. I will say if I had to pick one and like not make the playoffs, I'd pick the Ravens. I think they're gonna have more of a fall off than uh, the other two teams for sure. Could be very interesting. Lamar Jackson yeah. has been all about the playoffs since he's been in the league. But uh, certainly, you know, you know, people there. There's been the rumors that people are figuring him out. We'll see if they have. He still hasn't beaten Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, but uh, you know, that's but you know, we're I mean, and the Steelers always play him tough. I mean, Devlin Hodges almost beat him the one year. Um, so, oh my gosh, yeah. The Tom Tomlin has done an incredible job with Lamar. The one time he won, it, it, like you said, Mason Rudolph got his head taken off by. Yeah. Uh, by Earl Tom, I was on the sideline for that game. I was, it was one of the more memorable games in my Steelers tenure. I just could not believe that that was happening. Devlin Hodges walked us all the way down the field. So it'll be really interesting to see. I think uh, I think the Ravens might have a fall off. 
it, it, be, it could very well happen. Um, you know, they lost Matt Judon. They got some other questions that they have. They just lost J.K. Dobbins for the season. Um, certainly some questions that they have to answer. And uh, they're not sure if Rashad Bateman's going to be healthy for, for the whole season, too. So lots of questions there. Um, but, hey, if the like, like I said, it's often about being healthy. And if the Steelers can be healthy, which right now it looks like they are, you know, minus a Zach Banner. Uh, you know, Anthony McFarland, a couple other guys, but uh, they figured out it could be a really exciting year. Uh, Thomas, this has been such a lot of fun to have you on the show. We look forward to bringing you back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Let me know they can find you, follow you, and get more of the th- you'll see more of the things that you do. Yeah, man, just follow me at my Twitter account that's on here uh, at t chapman underscore. Uh, you guys can talk to me there. I'm kind of excited to be on this side of the media stuff because uh, usually I've been on the other side with PR and communication. So this has been it's been a lot of fun. I've been doing a lot of stuff for NFL teams with their media guides and whatnot back in Oklahoma City. That's where I'm from. So, yeah, just hit me on Twitter and uh, hopefully I get to talk to you guys again. Absolutely. And Tom's right. It, it, there's been there's been quite a few uh, press conferences. He sat down next to me and I'm like, oh, Tom's here. It, it was just, and it, it, he just gets to kind of like watch me as, as the as as it play as it plays out. And I get to ask my, my questions to Mike Tomlin and all those guys. So uh, do follow Tom. He's, he's a great guy. Great. You know, he has a lot of great opinions um, and we will be definitely be having him back on the show. But again, I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can listen or watch this show. Um, on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. It really helps us out. And leave us a five-star uh, review on Apple Podcasts with a positive comment. When you do so, you get a shout-out at the end of the show. Um, like this person, um, we have Jay Flaherty at uh, a 13 who gave us a five-star. said, I love this podcast. Nice nice job, Chris, um, talking about, about some of the things that, that we do. Um, he's like, oh, we have a lot of great guests and a lot of great segments. It tells us to keep it up. Thanks so much, Jay Flaherty. We really appreciate you uh, for your review. If you want your shout-out, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll get you on the show. Uh, tomorrow, looking to have Tony Serino back on for a Tony Tuesday. It's going to be an exciting one. Thanks again for listening and watching. We'll be back in the ears very soon.